The risk is too high and the reward is too low, right? Like, I played basketball in Europe for the last 14 years, right? I've been an international basketball player. And I get paid to play basketball. I don't get paid like a few hundred dollars. I get paid six figures playing basketball, right? So the reward is too low and the risk is too high. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tyron Johnson Show. It's been a while. It's been a long time, man. I haven't made an episode. Um, I took a break. I wanted to reorganize what I was doing, rethink what I was doing. Um, I went home for the summer. I didn't have access to lights like that. No excuses. I should have still found a way, but I just really wanted to take some time to focus on basketball, really focus in to get locked in. Now, we're back. We're going to be coming back every Monday for sure. I'm going to try to put in more episodes during the week also with some different topics. It's not going to be so, so much mental toughness situation, not so much mindset. It's probably going to be some some basketball situation, some life situation. I'm really gonna start tagging in on the mentor side of me that I do with other people. I'm gonna start bringing some of that to the podcast. So we're back, man, every Monday. Please subscribe to the channel. Please tell your friend to tell a friend, share with your friend so we can help this thing grow. Today's topic, we're talking about why I don't play pickup basketball anymore. I haven't played pickup basketball in a couple of years. And to be honest with you, I've, I think that it has really helped me. Now, when I was younger, I played pickup basketball every summer, every day, sometimes twice a day, because it helped me hone in on my game. It helped me stay competitive. It helped me go against guys that was better than me. It helped me go against guys that were not as good as me. So when guys weren't as good as me, I was able to work on a whole lot more things that I practiced. When guys were better than me, it made me step my level up so that whenever I play against guys that's on my level, I was actually way better because I was playing against guys that was way better than me. So I stopped playing pickup, man, um, because the risk is too high and the reward is too low. Right. Like I played basketball in Europe for the last 14 years. Right. I've been an international basketball player and I get paid to play basketball. I don't get paid like a few hundred dollars. I get paid six figures playing basketball. Right. So the reward is too low and the risk is too high. I'm not an NBA player making millions of dollars. So some people would say, well, James Harden and them play pickup basketball. Kevin Durant and them play pickup basketball. Well, they have insurance. Their insurance is worth a couple hundred million. Like if they was to get hurt or something was to happen to them, their life doesn't change. Me, on the other hand, I only make a few hundred thousand dollars. I can't go out there and risk that. My family depends on me, right? So for me to go out playing pickup basketball, it just wouldn't make sense because if something happens to me, my, my salary actually decreases, right? And I don't have hundreds of millions of dollars backing me. I don't have multi-billion dollar companies backing me. I don't have people selling my merchandise. I'm pretty much self-everything. I'm like a solopreneur, right? 
I get paid from basketball. I get paid from my intellect. I get paid from my products that I put out. But that's about it. I don't have Nike backing me. I don't have Adidas backing me. I don't have the NBA backing me. I don't have an NBA pension that kicks in every year whenever I retire. Once I retire from playing basketball internationally, the money train stops. Everything stops. So I cannot afford to play pick up basketball anymore because the risk is too low. I mean, the risk is too high. Now, when I was younger, the risk was high, but I was also trying to get to a place to where I am today. I wanted to get my skills to a level to where I am today, to where every year I'm pretty much guaranteed a job because my face is recognized. I've made a name for myself in this country, particularly France, but even in Europe, people know who I am. So I don't have to go chasing jobs. Jobs kind of chase me. So that's the insurance I have today, right? But, you know, T-Mac is my favorite player. And T-Mac said he stopped playing pickup basketball. And it felt so good because I felt guilty not playing. But then I seen an interview where T-Mac said that he don't play pickup basketball anymore. He didn't play pickup basketball during his career because when he met Kobe, he said, Kobe said that he never played pickup basketball. Now, some people are pointing to the clip where Kobe was playing in the Drew League against James Harden and DeMar DeRozan. But I think it was a lockout and I think he just wanted to get some run. But he said Kobe never played in pickup. He said, how many reps are you really getting in pickup? And then I start to think about it, bro. When I play pickup basketball, I don't get much reps because... It's so many guys on their own agenda that you don't really get better at basketball. Nobody's offensive rebounding. Nobody's sprinting back in defense. Nobody's really competing. Nobody's playing real defense. Nobody's really boxing out. All the little things that make you a great basketball player, people, players have changed, right? And that's my second point. It's not the same no more. Competition is down. Like... You know, a lot of guys are buddy-buddy, friendly-friendly. You know, we laughing, we, we joking on the court. When I was coming up, man, it was kill or be killed. Now, after, we was good. Before, nah, I don't know. Maybe, like, nah, before we played, it wasn't good, bro. I was trying to take your face off. You know, but nowadays, I see players are working on their stuff, like, in pickup. Bro, this is not a time for you to work on your stuff. If you're going to turn it over and you're shooting these wild-ass threes, nah, bro. You do that in your workout and you do that on your respectable team. But there's other guys out here that's just as good. So when I started seeing, like, bro, I'm a part of this guy's workout, I'm like, this makes no sense. My reward is too low and my risk is too high. Because here I am going for an offensive rebound, boom, somebody cut my legs, boom, I'm out. Maybe break a wrist or something. I'm out for six, seven months. And something that wasn't even really benefiting me. But what Kobe and T-Max said was they worked on their skills in the summer. Right? And that's what I've been doing. And every year I've gotten better and better and better. And when I say better, you might see my numbers are the same, but my workload is not as much. You see, I'm starting to understand my body. I'm starting to understand my, my skill set. I'm starting to understand how to work with myself. So in my summers, I spend most of my time working on my body, my mind, and my skills. So now when I make moves, I'm not in a rush. I'm quick, but I'm slow. You know, 
I'm not moving fast and quick because that means you're out of control. The way that I'm moving is I'm quick, but I'm slow and I'm analyzing everything around me at all times. I'm in full control, have a strong center base of gravity. So I'm in full control of everything that's around me. Right. And, and that feels amazing because I never had that. I was always on go. I was always on. I'm about to tear this dude face off. And that's how I got off. Because my competitive edge was so high that I lacked skill sometimes because I knew that I can outwork the person in front of me because I know guys don't work as hard as me. That's just something that I feel, right? And that, that's the confidence that comes with that. And it's a good confidence to have, but sometimes, especially whenever you start getting older, you want to start relying more on your skill set. And not so much on your will set. I don't even know if will set is a word, but I just made it one. But you want to rely on skill instead of will, right? So, yeah, not playing pickup in the summer. This summer, last summer, I worked out outside because I wanted to bring a different element to my, to my workouts. It's Houston, Texas. It's hot as hell. I'll go work out at 6, 6.30 in the morning to try to beat the sun, but the humidity was already there. Right. The humidity had already hit the court. The backboard would be sweating. The ball would get wet. I'm drenched in sweat. I got a good sweat. So it's almost like some type of sauna while you're working out. But the elements, getting the fresh air. I was just connecting with nature, connecting with my body, knowing that everybody else around me was asleep. And it's just me and this basketball and the animals. And we're having a good time. It was therapeutic. Right. But I'm shooting on double rims. You know, the ball is long rebound, so I'm getting a lot of cardio. And what happens? I come to a gym. I'm playing for a team called Nancy now, a new team. And the gym, the, the, the rims are extremely hard. The rims, like even when I didn't play Nancy, when I played for Blue Eye, we played against Nancy, I never shot the ball good in Nancy. If I did score one game, I had like 34, but a lot of it was like layups and, you know, aggressive shots. You know, I can make shots here. I'm a good, I'm a, I, I'm a shot maker. But it's really difficult for me to shoot in that gym because the rims are just so hard. But they're similar to double rims. And by shooting on double rims this summer, I was actually preparing myself to come here because I knew Nancy Gold's rims were very strong. But I'm getting comfortable with it. But had I not worked out all summer on those rims, the learning curve probably would be a little bit longer. So what I'm saying is, is, is that I'm not against... Working, I'm not against playing pickup. I'm against neglecting skill, right? Because when you go to these teams, they don't care if you can do a dribble, dribble, step back. They don't care if you can uh, score 60 points. They want to know, can you score these points and help us win? They're not there for your enjoyment or for your legacy. They're there to win games. Everybody has a job. Coach has a job. GM has a job. Uh, your other players have a job. So it ain't all about you. Basketball is a team sport, right? The third part was going back to risk is too high, reward is too low. I play all year long, right? Basketball in France is 10 months long. So I came out here August 1st. I won't go back home until June. What the hell am I playing pickup for? I play basketball all year long. I play pickup every day all year long because we practice twice a day in France. 
and you go five on five. That's pickup. Right? So I understand, goes back to the, the NBA argument that guys in the NBA are playing. Well, bro, if they don't make the playoffs, these guys don't play from for like six months, five months. I only get one or two months. I've always went kind of deep into the season. So I'm normally home like mid-June, late June. And I get back like early August. So I get like a month and a half off, right? And with that month and a half off, I take about two weeks off. And then I'm back training, preparing for the next season. I've done that for 14 years, bro. 14 years of training, uh, of just training every day as a pro. I've been training like this as a basketball player to be a basketball player since I was about five years old. Like, this is a lifelong journey, bro. I'm 35 right now. That's about, that's 30 years of work, right? 14 years professionally, and I've never taken the summer off. Never. I talk to some of these European guys, and they say they take the whole summer off. They don't touch a basketball. When I get here, they're like, yo, you in mid-season form. Of course I'm in mid-season form. It's my job. Because you know what happens when you're not in midseason form in preseason? You get hurt. You get that little nagging knee injury that, that keep nagging you all year long. You get hurt. You get that foot, that, that plantar fasciitis. You get hurt. You know, you get that tight, stiff back. You get hurt. So I come here in shape, ready to go. And because I'm not good enough, I have no leverage to be able to come into a season out of shape. Some guys say, yo, I take the preseason off. You know it's preseason. It's some bullshit. When the season starts, I'm ready. Whoo! Bro, preseason is the season for me. That's when, I, that's when I get to get you guys to understand who I am. That's when I get to see who I am. Let the coaches know who I am. The fans know who I am. So they can have an expectation. So they can know what to expect when the season starts. If I give you bullshit all preseason and I start off slow, well, who fault is that? You decide to take the preseason off, right? You decide to do that. Some guys can't do that. Some guys can do that, but it's a very small select few of guys. You can't afford to take no preseason off if you ain't where you want to be. You can't afford to take no season off if you ain't where you want to be. I'm 35, and I'm not even where I want to be at to this day. My, my career, my plateau is very limited. You know, I'm probably going to stay at this level and, and this is how I'm probably going to die. I'm probably going to go out this way. But I'm still going to prepare to be the best at where I'm at. So when they see me moving, they're like, damn, you moving. Yes, bro. This is my job. This is what I do. What are you doing? How you'll be a hustle man and you don't hustle? How you'll be a shooter and you don't shoot? How you'll be a defender and you don't defend? That's what we signed you for. Do your job. Right? Do your job. Your job is a year-long process. Even your off time is your job. Like you're relaxing. Right? But you can also study during your all time, off time. You can also get into things like yoga, get other hobbies that still makes you, that keeps you in shape, still help you work on some of those, those muscles that you might use during the course of a basketball game. And, 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 and it could free your brain from from the, the stress of basketball, you know? My last point, my last point. 
I don't play pickup because I try to master my strengths, right? A lot of people get in pickup and they try to work on their weaknesses. You see guys like Ben Simmons, he's shooting in all the pickup games in the summer. But when the season starts, he don't shoot. I don't understand it. For me, that's fear. Right. For me, that's fear. When I'm playing, when I'm working out in the summer, I'm trying to master my strengths. The things that I'm really good at, I need to master those things. I can't be average at that. I have to be very good at those things. The things that I'm not good at, I can be average at those things because I won't do those things much. Right. The great thing about being a part of a team is that the things that you're not good at, there are some guys on the team that are really good at that. And if you can help them do that, you kill two birds with one stone. But what you're good at, you have to be really good at. And in pickup, I just can't do that. I can't always work on my strengths because then it'll be all about me. And once again, when you play a pickup, you're supposed to be competing. Like, it's five of y'all. Y'all don't want to get out the court. You're supposed to be working to, to play the best basketball so that you can stay on the court, get some run, get some bump. Get some contact, feel some contact, build some camaraderie, build build a bond. You know, one thing I like about us playing in Houston, Texas is that, man, we had a crew of about 20, 25 guys and we had a bond. We would play, go eat after. But when we was playing, man, we was dogs. It wasn't no friendly, friendly basketball, man. We were dogs. You know? So I try to master my strengths in the summers. That's why I don't play pickup. I can't really work on mastering my strengths. The way I master my strength is by making sure that my skill is at a level that's extremely high. Because skill, you can play until your legs go. Athleticism eventually goes. But you can use your skill until you're ready to stop playing. I always say, man, I'm waiting for my P.J. Tucker years. My P.J. Tucker years, I call them uh, my P.J. Tucker years is when I'm not as athletic. When I'm just 3 and D, when I'm just corner 3 and playing defense making good passes, setting good screens, doing all the dirty work where I don't have to create as much. But when I get to that stage, I have to be an elite shooter like P.J. Tucker. Boys getting paid millions of dollars to be an elite shooter and lock down whoever comes in the gym. And sometimes he get killed. I mean, you can't really stop NBA players like that. But just making them work, making them feel you, making them tired. You know, he's a very physical guy. He's doing his job, right? It, made him, it has made him millions of dollars. So that's why I don't play pickup basketball anymore. This is the first episode back in a long time. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. Please share it with your friends. If you're listening to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and a star rating so that you can help this thing be seen. And remember, every day, make them pay so that one day you can live a truth life. Until next time, I'm out, baby.